Hey guys, it's your host Daria Hart and I am so excited to welcome you guys to another episode of Culture Crush. So how it works is every two weeks I will be giving you a topic about something that is happening in the black community. I will give you both facts and info and then after all the serious stuff I'm going to give you some answers on some of your guys' questions. It can be goofy, stereotypical, or serious. Bring it on baby. I'm here to answer your guys' questions to the best of my ability. Now, for a reminder, it will of course be anonymous because I don't want anyone coming for you because you asked a certain question. So, for your safety, I am keeping this strictly anonymous. This is personally one of my favorite topics, and it is drum roll, please. Stop. Black hair. Now, this episode will not be about the scientific differences between black and white hair, because you know what? That's boring, and I ain't got time for that. So this episode is a bunch of stories combined to make a full episode. So for this special episode, I want to invite some of my closest black queens because black hair has so many different stories and so many different backgrounds. Now, of course, this is not going to be, well, actually, it is going to be. It is going to be a slightly longer episode of 30 minutes, but trust me, not all of black hair is going to fit in 30 minutes, but we can at least try, can't we, ladies? Yes, ma'am. All right, dang, that took a long response. Anyway, oh, I didn't know if you. Anyway, <laughs> Mike two, I got my girl Jinabu, and on up? Mike three, believe it or not, I have my twin, my girl Zaria. Hey y'all. Okay, so now we're gonna start with the first question. Are you ready, ladies? Yes, yes. sir. All right. What is a moment that you have felt like you were like the Mona Lisa, and people want to touch your hair and ask a whole bunch of questions? They're thinking. Very silently. <laughs> when was the moment you felt like you were the Mona Lisa? Everybody was just looking at you, wanted to feel all up in your hair. You got any moments? <clears throat> no? I do. You um, do? This is Zaria, by the way. Yes. Hey, y'all. So my moment of the whole Mona Lisa thing was when I was in elementary school and I would be, I, I think it was first grade, and I had, like, my hair in, like, little twists with little uh, barrettes at the bottom. Oh, yes. And I had these things called knockers. And I had them Which at the, I call bollies. No. They go by a bunch of names, besides the point. Well, down in Fort Wayne, we call them knockers. <laughs> so, it would be knockers, but I had the ones that were shaped like bubblegum. Like, they had, like, bubblegum titles on them, and everybody kept touching them. I was like, can you eat these? Can I eat them? No, you can't eat these. <laughs> Bruh. Child. Jennifer, do you have one? Okay, well, my Mon- Mona Lisa moment was when I was in kindergarten. Kindercare. Yeah, kindercare. it's like a little company, you know. It's like company. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like the ghetto version of the like, ghetto. They care. I'm in the ghetto. Anyway, <laughs> go, go. I'm so sorry. And like, so what happened was we were sitting at a table, and at this time I had four C hair, but I had a lot of hair, you know. And the teacher, she comes up and she sees like I had the puff. She comes in and touches my hair. Like, she puts her fingers inside my puff. She's like, ooh, girl, your hair is so thick. Well, I felt uncomfortable, but, you know, I was like, (laughs) look at the hair, you know what I mean? But, yeah, that was a little Mona Lisa moment. And that's the thing. It's like, it's so uncomfortable when people just put their hands in it and start squeezing. I still remember that. I feel like personal space, ladies. Personal space. I have a bubble. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of my moment. I think my Mona Lisa moment was probably when I was like, I think 
it was middle, no, not middle school. It was fifth grade, and I was feeling myself. Just got my braces off, and <laughs> I had to. I went to a private school, private white institution. Yeah. And I had these. <clears throat> I remember I had my hair in like two ponytails. And I always flat ironed them because, you know, I wanted to look cute and stuff because I thought that's what it took to look all cute, to have (laughs) straight hair. (laughs) And somebody was like, oh, look how cute your hair is. And they just, they were like, it looks so straight for once. And they like put their hair and they were like putting it in my hair. And first of all, I was like offended, right? Right. So I'm like, for once. For for once. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, but... Okay, and it was just weird because they're touching all up in your hair. It makes you feel uncomfortable, like I'm a pet. Now I feel like I know what dogs feel like. But (laughs) that's that's besides the point. But that was probably mine. All right, for the next question, we have, what is the funniest slash crazy hair story you can think of? Zarya, you want to start us out? Mm, I'm going to let my girl Jenaboo go. Okay, honey, go ahead. Take it. (laughs) Take it away. All right, all right. So... Um, my funniest story. What, what was the question? The funniest <laughs> slash craziest story you can think of. It has to okay. do with your hair. All right. One of the funniest stories was I was entering my natural stage, right? So I was like, oh, let this- me explain. The natural stage is basically when you're, it's like you got your curls in, like in the natural state. You got mm-hmm. no weave. Yeah. You have no extensions. Very natural. No perm, nothing. No nothing. Perm. Right? It's, it's, like, just, it's just your curls. It, but not even curls. Sometimes it's B2B. Sometimes it's naps. Sometimes okay, you can't we get, get a comb it, we get Okay, it. we get it. Continue, <laughs> gentlemen. So, what happened was I was coming back from school and I was on the bus, you know. You tired. I, 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 don't, I don't like to talk to anybody on the bus. So I had my earphones in. But my song had just recently stopped, right? And I hear this kid. Oh, by the way, I was like in the relaxing stage. But, you know, okay. The transition yeah. stage. Yeah. And so my hair wasn't looking too good, you know. But, you know, um, the kid, I'm not going to say his name. Put an ad on it. Because he's actually dating one of my good friends. But I hate that. His tail. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry. I was so mad. But my song stopped and I hear him. He goes, Man, she left that relaxer on a little too long. Oh, no. I was oh, like, no. Bruh. I was like, I know you didn't. You didn't just. I did. I did. Oh, my when I gosh. tell you, I was mad. But I mean, looking back at it, it was funny. It's funny now because I was like, dang, that relaxer was in a little too long, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, I got to go. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. All Not right, so we're going to pass this torch. Go ahead, Zaria. <laughs> Tell us a story. Um, I would say my story, um, it takes place when I was in middle school. And it was, I think it was like the end of seventh grade, and my mom finally allowed me to get my hair relaxed finally let me get like it pressed down and so I was going to this woman I ain't gonna put an ad on it but (laughs) I was going to this woman and she was doing my hair really good you know I went and saw her almost every two weeks you know it was a good little process and one day I was like you know what I want to be adventurous and the, she was like girl what you want what you want tell me what you want so I can give it to you oh no and I said let me get bangs (gasps) You got bangs. <laughs> Boy, I you got know bangs. That. She got bangs. My my good little so <laughs> went into 
Woo. karate chop. <laughs> you look like you had a karate chop? I, it was like Chun-Li bangs. Bruh. Oh, you I know what I've been on. She said it was, chop. <laughs> I and need so proof of that. My mother, well, okay, so my father came and picked me up. He <laughs> was laughing at me. He said, I can't wait for your mama to see this. <laughs> I said, no, please. I can't go home. <laughs> I can't go home like I this. I can't go home. <laughs> I can't go home like this. I saw him, I went home, saw my mama. My mom said, What in the ooh? What in the ooh? We, we can't Shut curse your on mouth. here. I said, you like it? <laughs> <laughs> you like it? You like it? You think it's cute? She shook her head at me, and then I I don't remember her talking to me for the rest of that night. Oh she my god! You gonna have to settle with that no, on your own. <laughs> okay, let me think of my. I'm gonna go with the most recent one, right? So okay, so it was I was in my dorm room. And I was like, I want to straighten my hair. I know it makes it sound like I straighten my hair all the time, but I don't. I promise. She do. Okay, stop lying. Anyway. She do. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was, I wanted to straighten my hair. Actually, Zarya was about to straighten it. She I did sure a wonderful was. job. Anyway, before. At me. Before the, Okay, don't book <laughs> You know the vibe. Okay. <laughs> before I was about to straighten my hair, you know, you got to blow dry it. And I'm like, okay, it's not going to be that bad. But I guess my hair was so thick. And while I was blow drying it. All the, the smoke detector was picking up the, the smoke, and it was like, pew, pew, pew. I swear everybody in the freaking, on my floor could hear it. And I was like crying, because I was like, everybody's about to get evacuated because of me. All because of my hair. And so and I was like freaking, fault. and it's my fault. And it was cold outside, too. So I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. I had one half, like, blow dry. The other one was curly and wet. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to look a whole fool. <laughs> then I'm trying to go up by my bed, trying to make the smoke detector stop and stuff like that. The police officer comes comes in and he's knocking on my door and I'm like oh my gosh and he's like uh what's going on here I'm like I'm trying to blow dry my hair I felt so I was so embarrassed it was terrible I was scared I was like I tell, didn't know tell him what what the police thought you did though he thought I was smoking okay he thought I was smoking I don't smoke I was just trying to blow dry my no hair okay yo here, baby. No, no, no drugs over here I was just no trying pain. to blow dry my hair and you know it backfired so you know that happens that's mm, funny the funny thing is this is how you know that me and her are twins. The same thing happened to me the the month before. <laughs> me and Zaria are I, almost the same person. After right. talking with the police, I shut the door and I cried. Yes, that's all you can do because you're just like, oh my gosh, my hair got me in trouble with the police. <laughs> like, if anything, because you know, what it like, takes to be black. Okay, in this country. <laughs> what it takes to, to be, be black. black. <laughs> Okay, so first I'm going to give the audience a background about this phrase first, all right? So it is the term, I mean, not the term, the phrase good hair. For those who are listening who don't know what this means, the Perception Institute in 2017 described it to be this hair that is wavy, straight in texture, that requires minimal treatment, and that requires low amounts of product and is considered to be beautiful, Okay, and meaning for those who do not have this texture, it's kind of like a slap in the face. All right, now for my ladies, how do you feel about the term good hair? Um, see, I have mixed feelings about good hair. Me too. Only because, like, okay, so you remember when Chris Brown came out with the song, or not with the song, but the little statement? I was about to say, he came out with a song. No, not a song, <laughs> but he came out with a little statement talking about, 
in one of his songs, no, it was in one of his songs. He was like, some, 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 but she has good hair. And it sparked up the conversation of, well, what is good, good hair? hair. Mm-hmm. The thing is with good hair, and it's like, it's how the listener is perceiving it. Mm-hmm. Because obviously anybody can think their hair is good. But yeah. let's be for real. <laughs> let's be honest. In the black community, good hair means you can run your fingers through it. Right. It's, it's fluffy. Yep. It's flowy. Yep. It's not crunchy. Yep. And to be honest with you, even though that it is on some dark-skinned girls can have it, yep. and some brown brown-skinned girls can have it. But most girls that have it are light-skinned women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... It's nothing against, you know, the lighter shade of women, but it's like when we deny the fact that it's that it's not them, it's like we're like putting this whole persona against like we're just not going to recognize it mm-hmm. when it's better to just say this is what they're talking about. Let's try to redirect on how it needs to be perceived. Because look, good hair can also mean like healthy mm-hmm. just right. because your hair is flowy does and you got mean. it wavy right. and you doing stuff does not mean that it's healthy mm-hmm. you can have that in we we got some 4c yeah. girls mm-hmm. whose hair is healthier than uh light skin girls with what 3a hair right like yeah so it does not it's, mean it's just flowy and it's right. just how it's usually when people say the term good hair, this is what I think. When people say the term good hair, it mm-hmm. kind of has this negative sound to it mm-hmm. if you are not the person with, with that the good hair. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I've been told <clears throat> that I have good hair mm-hmm. for a dark girl. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, thank you. But, but hey. <laughs> but what does that mean? But And then it kind of makes you feel like, so... What? And it's kind of just like a right. slap in the in the face because exactly. you don't know how to feel and it kind of gives you like mixed emotions. Right. And mm-hmm. the also like with the um how you said they say your hair is you have good hair for a dark girl. Yeah. Why do you have to put the word dark, dark on girl? It? Right. Because it's just giving this like generalization mm-hmm. that dark girls are automatically Ooh, automatically gonna have mm-hmm. like some type of nappy, right. dry hair, or something Clean, like that, like, which is not the case at for all. Black mm-hmm. girls at all. I mean, it really it just depends on how you how take you, care, yeah. take care of it. Because if you're not taking care of it well, you may not have good hair because you ruined the crap out of <laughs> exactly. it. But I mean, I mean, I think that's the word <clears throat> good hair. It's all about how you. It's, I don't even know what to say yeah, about yeah. it. How you it's wear like, it. <sighs> because so anybody's it's like, good hair can mean anything. Right. Go ahead, Jenna Boo. I think good hair is your hair that is taken care of properly. Like, for instance, um, my hair is like in a mixture of 3C all the way to 4B. And so... I take care of properly. I decondition all of that, and that's how I have good hair. Mm-hmm. I don't have good hair because of my pattern. I have good hair because I take care, care of, of it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, like, <clears throat> um, a light-skinned girl with, like, the loose curls, her hair can be good if she takes good care, care of it. it. Mm-hmm. And a girl, a black girl with a 4C hair, her hair is good. If she takes care of so it. So I think right. it's Not safe to say, stuff, yeah, I like, think it's safe to say if you take care of your hair, your yeah, hair is good. Exactly. Right. And so don't say a girl with loose hair automatically right. has, has good, good hair. hair. Exactly. So let's or just come. A skin color has automatically good, good hair. hair. Yeah. So we're going to come to the to the realization mm-hmm. that to be have good hair, it means you take 
care of it. And it doesn't matter if it's your natural state of hair. You can take mm-hmm. care of your braids. You can mm-hmm. take care of your sewing. You can take yep. care of your wig. Mm-hmm. As long as you are taking care of what's yours, what you have purchased, it's all yours at the end of the day. As it's long as you hair, know then. that you're taking care of it, it's good hair. There we go. Period. Period. All right. So for this next question... It's going to be a question that kind of it's going to have some tension for some people, <laughs> but I have to ask it. All right. Oh, I'm ready. Go ahead okay. and ask. Does it ever irritate you when non-African Americans wear black hairstyles like cornrows, box braids, and, af- and ooh, afros? <laughs> if so, why? Because we obviously see some definitely some big celebrities like Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian who've worn cornrows <laughs> more than several times. More than several times. <laughs> so, like, how do we feel about this? What do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to be good. You're like, <laughs> you're trying. You're trying to be. You see where it's wise. To be nice about it, oh, but Lord. sometimes the truth may hurt. <laughs> it really does. I think for me, okay, this is Zaria, your host. Anyway, so for me, I know personally when I see girls wearing box braids and all the different things that African Americans wear, I would be fine if this if it was different because how black hair is sometimes perceived by people outside of our race is not exactly positive Mm -hmm. but then sometimes when non-african americans put it put them on get the braids or do the afros and stuff like that they're called they're called oh she she don't look cute but then when a celebrity or something wears it it's high fashion right right it's high fashion exactly and so i know for me i just get a little ticked off because i'm like well why when i wear as a black woman Mm -hmm. i get called Oh, that kind of looks ratchet. She she right. not really taking care of her hair. That's not really cute. She's not presentable. She don't look presentable. But the second somebody else wears it who's outside of our race, mm-hmm. then, oh, girl, look at her. Right. I want some. And, yeah. So how do you guys feel? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very quiet. Thinking of our words. Very wise. It's like, okay. It depends. <laughs> it really it really depends. Only because I feel like <laughs> I, I thought y'all said I, we you were ready. I thought you okay. said you were ready. I feel like they are they are allowed to wear black like hairstyles and stuff. It's just the problem is the the appropriating it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes. Like for example, when um, I think it was Khloe Kardashian came out with the cornrows and then they started calling them the Kardashian braids or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. That made me so upset because I've been doing <laughs> this cornrows since, since I was a baby. Okay, <laughs> since I was two, <laughs> one, four months. But no, it just makes me like upset when I, um, when I see non-African American people just take it as their own. Like, taking other people's cultures and making it their own. I think that's the only problem with it. It don't matter if you uh, wear a black person's hairstyle. Go ahead. But it's like, it's really not meant for you. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, for example, box braids. I've seen a lot of white people wear box braids and stuff. But, but it's, and like, it's not for their hair. But yeah, it's like, what are, you, not, are you doing it for fashion? Yeah. Or because as black women, yes, of course we do it because we, you know... So this is something we look cute in, but we're also doing it to protect our hair. Right. It's yeah. So it's like, what are style. you doing it for? I think that's what they also like 
don't get is the reason why we do this is to protect our hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that is a thing that yeah. like for me, I I wear box braids because yes, it's going to mm-hmm. be low maintenance okay. and right. I'm not going to have I got to them spend, in right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not going to take too. me 30 <laughs> minutes to put in to get dressed and stuff like that exactly. and trying to do my hair, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's protecting it so I'm not damaging my hair exactly. and stuff like that. And so it's just like, yes, I'm going to put some cu- cute colors, some little accessories right. in my box sprays or your crochet and all that and mm-hmm. stuff like that but i'm also doing that for the sake of my health my health my hair's health <laughs> right, to right. have that good hair so my hair is not getting all this heat damage right. and stuff like that so we're doing it to protect but at the same time when you see other people like that it kind of ticks you off so right. yeah i mean like and it all i'm telling you it depends because <laughs> the way like how jennabu said Anybody can wear whatever they want, mm-hmm. period. But it's like, it's starting to seem like a pattern mm-hmm. of, it's like whenever the black community brings up something, it's like not saying it's all white people or not even saying it's just the white culture. It's some culture that is culture, vul- culture vulturing over it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, one th- like we just sometimes just let us have it. Right. Mm-hmm. Let us have what we, what we know. Yeah, all and I'm then, gonna say is, you can do whatever you want. Just give the give, credit. Yeah, give the credit give back. Words, give me credit. There you go. There you, go. There you know what time it is. All right, you know, it's time to get down to business, and it is question time, like I always promise y'all. All right, so the question of the day: Is it okay for white women to wear bonnets? All right, we're gonna answer on the count of three. You ready? One, two. Three. No. Yes. No. I mean, yes. I changed my answer. <laughs> okay. So, Jennifer, explain why you think yes. Well, I say yes because bonnets are really for the people with curly hair. So, if you have curly hair, that helps it because, like, the silk part, like, to mm-hmm. help you not... So, your hair won't break off. That's really what and I... Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you said no, Zario, so tell me why no. Um, Like I said before, like, anybody can wear whatever they want, but at the same time... Especially, like, with the curly people. That's why we have satin pillows, <laughs> pillowcases. <laughs> Wear that. Leave that to, you know, y- me, your girl Jenna Boo, your girl Zari at the uh, Sally's hair store because we need them. All right. So I asked this question because you got to listen very carefully because you, you might lose it, okay? okay? A white woman named Sarah Marantz Lindeberg recently did an interview <laughs> with Fashion Magazine where she claims she came up with a brand new innovative way to sleep, all right? She calls it a nightcap, and it's a silk head wrap that you can wear to protect your hair while you catch some zits. Girl, what? Now, now reminder, do not drag her, because we do not do that on Culture Crush. Okay. But doesn't this sound... Like Familiar. a bonnet. <laughs> yes, like a very similar product. A bonnet. And, and I'm not done yet, I'm because sorry. get okay. this. She is selling this... For a hundred dollars, girl, you call a hundred dollars? Yes, girl. If you don't go right on down to your local market shop and get you a six dollar bonnet, shoo, go to Walmart, four dollars, four dollars. You can get a, a silk print, you can get a leopard print, you can get the flower print for my downtown people. DJ Beauty Supply, okay, you know the vibes. Okay, okay, but, we'll okay. So like, 
I was just very mesmerized by this because when I saw this, yeah. I was like, I go to Wally World and get me a three dollar okay. yeah. bonnet. Okay, but we also have to remember that Wally World don't have a whole section for us. <laughs> I know they don't, but it's still possible to get one. Yes, for the Lolo, and for so I was just really, I was just mad because does a non African American wearing a bonnet upset you more? Or does a woman capitalizing, you mean making her money, mm-hmm. make you more upset? Capitalizing. Capitalizing. Because how are you going to say you invented something when it was already here? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's like Christopher Columbus saying that he didn't found some new land, but the land was already there. Right. <laughs> no, right. but for real. Okay. Um, that comes back to culture appropriating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically. Because like. I know, I I know she know bonnets. Okay, I know she didn't. Where she get the idea from? Exactly, I know she. (laughs) Where she get the idea from? I'm so sorry, but she probably heard it from one of her coworkers. It still doesn't change my answer to the question because, like I said, bonnets are really made to protect your hair. But for her to be making saying that she invented it is completely wrong. Okay, well then, who does she think is going to buy hers? Does she want the white car? Yeah, who? It didn't specify, but my guess is that it is for. Most likely because she was a white woman herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is most likely from a white woman trying to reach other white women for potentially curly hair. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure entirely. Or straight. But, or straight hair. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know personally, just for me, capitalizing mm-hmm. off of it kind of ticked me off. Yeah. Because $100 yeah. is a lot of money, $100 honey. $100 can buy me at least... Two shoes. Not even that. <laughs> 20 of them bonnets. Yeah. So I was just really like shocked by it. And so I wanted to get that question out there to see if we all agree. I, I don't like what she did. <laughs> That's my answer. Okay. So if, I mean, if she wants to continue doing that, then, Go you know, specialize it for the white community. And I guess the black people can keep the bonnets. There you go. But I still think the ones at Wally World work just fine. all the time we have today thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed and got to learn a little bit today and for those who want to know this is a podcast who is in partnership with the awesome ball state university daily news and this is your girl zaria hart and these are my co-hosts for today oh my god i tried to give him a moment to shine i'm so sorry I tried to give them a moment to shine. Obviously, that did not work. I'm sorry, y'all. Make sure y'all follow me at I am Deanna Boo, D-I-E-N-A-B-O-U. Thank you for listening. You know the vibes. And it is your girl once again, Zaria Purnell. Follow me on Instagram at Zaria, Z-A-R-I-A dot P-U-R-N-E-L-L. Thank y'all for listening. And remember to stay open-minded and don't forget that we just crushed it.